The following are excerpts from Valentina Goldman, Ships Out. Chapter 1. Clinically. I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm telling you, Mama, I'm not depressed. What line of defense are you supposed to use when your mother is both your mother and a psychotherapist? When she's simultaneously accusing you and diagnosing you? The reason I know I'm not depressed is because the doorbell rang. I got up to answer it, and here you are. That's precisely why I know you're depressed, Valentina. Because I found you here. Where else would I be? I live here. At ten in the morning? I live here at all hours of the day. Getting cute won't help your case, Valentina. By the way, you look dreadful. Gracias, Mama. Please make yourself at home. Did I mention that possession runs in the family? My mother flew in from Venezuela, and in less time than it takes to say, how was your flight, she took possession. Hija, when was the last time you saw inside of your hair salon? No need for that in the desert, mamá. The minute you go outside, your hair gets crispy, so I'm saving my money. You're evading an important question. That's a sign of depression. After setting down the matching Gucci bags that gave her so much balance, my mother set out to confirm her diagnosis. When was the last time you dusted? She said, running her index finger over one of the tables. She then walked to the kitchen, a place she herself never visits, and opened the fridge. When was the last time you bought milk? I don't buy milk. And where are the ashes? I thought you told me you kept them in the fridge. I moved him to the bedroom. It gets too quiet in there sometimes. So now you're talking to the dead? You talk to the dead every Sunday, and Christ has been dead a lot longer than Max. Chapter 9. Contain Yourself Okay, I'll go on your cruise, but only on one condition. I'm listening, said my mother. If we can bring Max. You mean his ashes? What's left of his ashes? How impractical. One thing one has to admire about psychotherapists is their restraint, rather than saying, that's insane. My mother opted for the less confrontational, how impractical. That's how we ended up at the container store. We were shopping for a discreet container in which to take Max to the majestic Mediterranean. My mother approved of the aqua dress and sandals I was wearing that day. She said I looked refreshed, though I can't say I was thinking refreshed thoughts when we crossed the threshold from chaos to the promised land of order that was the container store. I was thinking something along the lines of, had I ruptured this woman's birth canal during childbirth for revenge to involve taking me on a cruise? Chapter 67. People Who Need People That evening, Michael Coyne had miraculously transmogrified from snarky cruise director to professional announcer. Microphone in hand, his blonde hair was slicked back. Well-dressed and neat, he looked almost respectable. Ladies and gentlemen, he beckoned, please put your hands together and help me welcome the incomparable Sly. For now, at least, the entertainment had returned to favorite American classics. This was to delight the new honeymooners who had not yet OD'd on Piano Man's song with a lisp. People clapped. The incomparable Sly herself had ditched her black leather shorts and cheap fishnet stockings and was now wearing a blue sequin dress that did better justice to her image and her lovely figure. First, I didn't recognize her. It was the voice that gave her away. Take it away, Sly said Michael Coyne. The delight in his face was obvious. This kind of evening was Michael Coyne's first love. His voice was keener. 
his manner less pedantic than when he said, All aboard at five, on the dot. He should move to Vegas, I thought. Out of the corner of my eye, I watched David and Jordan getting up to leave. I wondered if their Grecian getaway was now ruined. Meanwhile, Sly's voice echoed throughout the place. She was ready to take everyone to heaven. And then, People, people who need people, are the rocky horse people in the world. Now it was Alistair's turn to shake his head in disbelief. Poor Barbara, he said. Who's Barbara? Streisand, dearest. She might drown herself in Mykonos if she heard this. Do you even know what this poor girl is trying to sing? I shook my head. People who need people are the luckiest people in the world. It's a classic.